This is the Dave Logan Podcast. Welcome to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Brownman, podcast number 24. And I think the second, maybe third podcast since we have sort of been hit with this coronavirus. Second from a closet. Situation. Second from a closet. Second from a closet. We are socially distanced. <laughs> yes, we, we are. Uh, we're doing this podcast, really, but it's uh, it's through the wonder of modern technology mm-hmm. that we're able to do it. Yeah. So uh-huh. how? So you? Uh, I'm sure we should talk about this a little bit because no, I mean that's what everybody obviously is dealing with. And I, yeah. I'm getting to the point where, I mean, I'm still social distancing, but I'm getting, uh, I'm having a hard time finding things to. To keep me busy. So are you, how are you, uh, you work, your full-time job, you work with a fire department. So I'm busy. So so how, how does a fire department social distance, or do they? That's a great, well, the staff, like admin staff, so when I go to the firehouse, I'll socially, you know, I'll do my six feet. Yep. Um, and they're trying their best. Yeah. You know, but they're also doing things that, preventative things, and checking in on Everybody health-wise and constantly, you know, so they're probably even doing more things than we are, even though they can't socially distance. But when they're going on calls and if they go on a call with somebody that they suspect may have um, coronavirus symptoms, obviously everybody's wearing a mask and they yeah. put masks on the patient. So they're doing everything that they can do. I imagine they're getting uh, more than their fair share of crazy calls. I've got a couple of friends, both in uh, law enforcement. Well, I've got more than that, but these two guys I've talked to, one said, I won't tell you where he works, but that his agency got called from a woman in her sixties that said, my husband is about to arrive at DIA. I want him arrested when he arrives. And so the dispatch is like, okay, I don't really understand. Why do you want him arrested? Because I, I don't want him in this house because he could have the coronavirus. Well, and so she was nicely told, ma'am, that's that's not really what we do. There has to yeah. be some sort of reason. Uh, she said, I've been married 45 years and I don't want, so, you know, so they, they kindly end the call by telling her, listen, that's just not how this works. We can't, we can't do that. She calls back in 10 minutes, uh-huh. introduces herself again, said, my husband is about to land at DIA and I want him arrested. <laughs> and, and the dispatch said, Okay, wh- what are we arresting him for? Well, um, he has he has knocked me around before. He has been physical with me. So she went from I just don't want him in my house because yeah. of coronavirus, and then when told that would not be sufficient reason, she then came up with what I'm sure she thought was sufficient reason. So his then point was people people are are losing their minds a little bit. Yeah. So the, we'll get a lot of calls just about, hey, can you come out and test me? Or yeah. So here's the deal. And the answer is no. The they can't. They can't. Here's the deal. Do not call nine one one unless it's a real emergency. If it's a if you have um you know shortness of breath shortness, shortness of breath that's but the if you have the sniffles you have a headache you got to wait it out. Now you can call two one one. That's set up through most states in the United States, and you can get coronavirus information. Mm-hmm. So call 211 if you're just looking for information. Okay. Yeah. There's our PSA. Well, so I just found this out. One positive to come out of this, you adopted a puppy. Yes. Yes, we did. Um, 
you know what? I I, I lost my uh, American Bulldog. Yeah. And uh, but uh, he was my guy. So long long story short, <clears throat> excuse me. He had uh, he had cancer and lasted for almost a year. Had gave him chemotherapy and really just uh, he that that last year was a was a really good year. He felt good, acted good. People that didn't know him, you couldn't even tell he was sick. But he went very quickly at the end. So I am such a dog person. So um, I won't say where because I think it's probably not wise. But right before the coronavirus thing hit, uh-huh. um, this this I got word that this little dog was in a shelter and was up for adoption. So I looked at her online. And lo and behold, what kind of dog is it? It's an American bulldog. Oh. And I'm thinking... There's the, you know, the dots are being connected here. So drove, um, a substantial way, let's just say <laughs> more than six hours, um, and, and picked her up. And now, um, now the chore of housebreaking and all that stuff, but it, but it's great. I mean, if you love dogs and I love dogs, I mean, nothing better, nothing better than a dog or two dogs. If I could have five dogs, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be that old dude that, that was in a house Mm-hmm. Like a log cabin somewhere, and clearly I'd be by myself. But I'd have twenty dogs if I yeah. could figure out how to care for them and how to feed them. You'd be the you'd be the dog <clears throat> version of the cat lady. That's exactly right. <laughs> so you got cat you got cat lady and dog. Is there such a guy? Is, because cat lady, I mean, you know, is sort of Her well known. Thing. Yeah. Is there a dog dog dude? You. I, that would be me. Yeah. It would be me. So. That's, you know, I've seen a lot on, I saw this great story in the NBC Nightly News about, you know, at the end of a half hour of terrible news, they show a great story. And one of them is that through all of this, think about all the time that you're spending with your pet and how much, you know, the pet is loving it. Then somebody sent me something on social media and they inserted the voice and the voice was a dog. And he was like, God, would these people just get the heck out of here? All I want to do is go back to, you know, licking myself and sleeping Hmm. and it's kind of funny. It was a male dog, wasn't it? It was a male dog. Yeah, of course. No, I, I think it's I think it's great. I think um I mean, you know, our life is what it is right now. And yeah. when in social distancing and, and trying to stay home and stay well and not not get out unless you absolutely have to, um, there is plenty of time to commit to either your kids if they're home or spouse or animals. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm now on a daily basis going on two walks. <laughs> two walks a day with both of my dogs. Now the li- the little pup, we don't go for extraordinarily long distances because uh-huh. the little pup is four four and a half months old, right? Aww. So, and the older dog uh, is nine, and so she's never been really a two walk dog in her life. And now she, I mean, she is like, what is going on with this? I mean, what? completely worn out in the afternoon, ready for bed about seven <laughs> o'clock. So I think there are pluses and minuses. So we'll move on in one second. But what's the thing you found? The one thing that you've done, we were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe. I mean, whether it's looking up something online or like a house project. No, I, that's... No, I'll tell you what I do, hmm. right? Because I'm, I try to be health conscious and uh, stay in shape and work out. But invariably, I don't, I, I, I'm not sure. I've got a couple of people that have said it's similar now walking around the house, you know, you you sort of you you lapse into the state of boredom from time <laughs> to time because you have no sporting events on TV. Right. I, I can only watch the news channels. I, I, I'm sort of a news junkie, mm-hmm. but in a situation like this, 
I, I can only watch those so long during the day before yeah. I start to cry out. Yeah. Um, so you'll walk by and just grab something out of the refrigerator or you go to the pantry and grab some. So you're eating when you're not even hungry. And so I would submit that there, that there will be quite a few people, and I, I endeavor not to be one of those, uh, that will wind up gaining weight during this because you're home, you're bored, and the food is there. Mm-hmm. And you stocked up on food because- Comfort food. You, well, you stocked up on food because initially when all this hit, it's like, whoa, I better go, better go get some food that I can keep <laughs> for the next 30, 60 days. You know, beans and eat. I mean, I've got, oh, you know, I mean, I, I, I didn't hoard- food, uh-huh. but I stocked up on food and now it's there. And so, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to try to stay away from that a little bit. Uh, I mean, don't you think it's good advice yeah, for I you mean, and I, for me? Uh, I mean, I mean, what do you think? Well, I don't you think that's sound advice for everybody? Do I look like I've gained You're, some weight? Of course. There's no way. No. Uh, other than the answer. No, there's no way for me to get out of this at all. So No. No, you don't. I'm I'm speaking strictly yeah. in generalities. Don't you think that's sound advice? Yeah, I bought unicorn mac and cheese that first week. How like, is that helpful? It was comforting. It was like so. Are you? Are you? Do you? It, I'm, I mean, I'm eating a lot. I'm eating a lot. Okay. No, no, yeah. there's no place for me to take this conversation. No. I think that let's is take safe. a break and then we'll come back and pretend this never happened. Yeah. We'll talk about the Broncos. Good idea. The Dave Logan Podcast can be found at iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Remember to download, and if you like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe. Remember, you can log on to our website, thedaveloganpodcast.com. Go to the contact tab to ask us questions. We'll read them on the podcast. Most every question is fair game. Just keep it classy. It's at daveloganpodcast.com, or you can send your question directly to us on Twitter at DaveLoganPod or at JulieBrownman1. Welcome back to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Brown are with you. So rather than get on people eating a lot and gaining weight uh, during this time, I think it's safer for me to uh, change the topic and talk about the Broncos. And it kind it of, is. Don't you think? I, it is. I agree. On, on what they've done, and they have made some interesting moves, uh, Shelby Harris, one of the latest moves, agrees to a one-year deal to come back to Denver. Shelby is, I I think Shelby's a very good player. He's one of my favorite players, has such a a great personality, very gregarious. Um, Joy for the game. Yeah, he's not, he's, he sort of gets it in terms of uh, how how you deal with things off the field. He's not one of these, I I don't know, and this will be a generalization, but some of these guys, because of the amount of money they make, I think, act like, they're doing you a favor, even holding a conversation. He's not that way at all. He's a down-to-earth guy. You know what I love, Dave, is when it doesn't happen a lot, and people might, I don't know, maybe it happens to you, but when you interview an athlete and they ask, how are you? Like, it's a, it's a, that's a normal thing to do, right? Yeah. But sometimes you don't get that at all. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, it's just being well-mannered. Right. Right? Yeah. So, by the way, I didn't start this today, but how are you? Yeah, I know. I'm okay, but now I feel kind of bad. Like Sorry. I, I've... No, I'm looking down. I'm like, no, no, no. You talking about the weight thing? Yeah. No, no, no. I don't even know what you're talking about. Don't go there. You <laughs> okay, look fine. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, Shelby. So Shelby Harris, I think. But uh, what I was going to say is, I do think, um, and Shelby's already said publicly. You know, he's, he's kind of covered 
for the for the agents. But I think there was a miscalculation on his value in this market, given a lot of things, right? Given his agent, right? Drew Rosenhaus. Well, yeah. I mean, Drew Rosenhaus has been a really successful agent, but has the reputation of being difficult to deal with, with respect to getting the best deal for his client. There are other agents that do exactly the same thing, but their reputation is a little bit different. So when he announced, he went from Drew and then left Drew, came back. When, but when I, when I heard that Drew Rosenhaus was involved, was going to be involved in that situation, uh, the first thing I thought of was, man, Shelby, I hope, you know, I hope that, uh, that this turns out to be a good deal. And, and again, Rosenhaus, I think, is a, is a really good agent, but he just has the reputation that precedes him. And a lot, and a lot of front office people in the NFL, if they don't have to, don't really want to deal with that dude. Now, sometimes they have to because of who he represents. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, you know, I, I think Shelby uh, coming back here in a one-year deal and $2.5 million guaranteed, and he's got a chance with incentives to, to make a lot more money. Um, I mean, that's a lot of money, but I think based on what he thought he would get, that may be the single most disappointing deal in free agency for any buddy this year in the NFL. I saw a report that the highest uh, that that somebody thought he might make was 12. 12. 12 million from 12, 12 million. million to what he got. Yep. Now you and I would take 12 or two. <sighs> yeah. But still. So I think yeah. he's a very good player. I think he's going to fit in nicely. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jarrell Casey is kind of the, the point man now on the front of the defensive uh, line for the Broncos. Five-time Pro Bowler, a big, strong Active defensive tackle has pass rush ability from inside. I mean, I think that was a really key signing for the Broncos. Derek Wolf is not coming back. That that um, I mean, if you'd have told me between the two, mm-hmm. one comes back and one goes, I would have bet you a lot of money that Derek would have come back and Shelby would have gone. And as it turns out, it's just the opposite. But I mean, I'm happy for Derek again. Another good guy that understands. You know, understands the game, so to speak, with the media. Smart, really had a good year last year. Uh, I hope that his health holds up because, you know, Baltimore, uh, I mean, Baltimore's formidable. They, they lost a bunch on defense in free agency. But if they can sort of rebuild that defense and with what they have on offense, I mean, that again, as they were last year, they got beat by the Titans. But Baltimore will be one of the favorites along with Kansas City, I think, in the AFC this year. Because of Derek's, I guess, his, history with injuries, did we never get to see exactly what Derek Wolf could do? Or do you feel like he left a, a full legacy here? No, I, th- I think he uh, I think he had a heck of a career here. Yeah. I mean, Derek Wolf, um, I mean, he had a great year in, in what turned out to be his last year, right? I mean, he had almost as many sacks as Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Um, and the, the good thing about Derek Wolf was, you know, right when it looked like things were starting to sort of go south for him and maybe – he was not going to have nearly the ability that he once did. He bounces back uh, under Vic Fangio, the only only year he played here, and just had a heck of a year. So, yeah, I think I think Wolf's legacy is intact here in Denver. Um, Super Bowl Fifty champion was one of the mainstays on that defense, which was a really excellent defense. Uh, I, I think Derek Wolf will be highly regarded by Broncos fans as uh, just a really good. Player, you know, probably not going to be a Hall of Fame player. Uh, is he a Ring of Fame player? I think it's, you know, maybe, maybe. I think as time goes on, 
um, and then people look back and see what he accomplished in his time here. Yeah, I think I think Derek Wolf will merit a lot of attention to go into the the Broncos ring of fame. I love that. And he loved being here. People should know that. Like yeah. he really wanted to stay. Yeah. He really I feel like was in it for the right reasons. Just love, you know, love the game. Just I have all good things. Tough dude. I mean, you 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 but say But cool dude, like not no, unapproachable. Good, dude. good you know? for sure, but uh unusually tough. And most guys that play in the NFL have I think um there's a certain toughness to them, but he was like old school tough. When you saw the injuries he played through yeah. and how he played and how he approached it, right? I mean, Derek Wolf was, I mean, from a physical standpoint, very, very tough. And uh, I think Broncos fans appreciated that about him. I appreciated that he said he wanted to eat Philip Rivers' children. Remember that? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I'd, I'd forgotten that. But uh, glad that you brought that up. Not sure. Yeah. Not sure he meant that. So, so Derek Wolf, Mike Tyson, sort of in the same, you know, sort of in the same vein. Right. I love that. All right. So, as we get closer and closer to the NFL draft, which is still going on at the same time, not going to be in Vegas, going to take a different form. It's going to be in a TV studio. Seeing a lot of names um, being thrown out there, and we've we've talked before. But who are you? Who are you honing in on? As if you were doing a mock draft at 15, who do you really feel like is going to be there and that the Broncos would want to take? Well, I've said this before. I think that normally speaking, in in general terms, there's my qualifier. Um, you you I would not look at a wide receiver at at the 15th pick in the first round. I again, normally you can find wide receivers, guys that are going to come in and be productive in rounds two, three, and four. Really good players. So I'm all about normally building your team, you know, from the inside out, offensive line and the box defensively. All right. Now you look at what they've done on defense. Chubb, you think is going to come back and be healthy. You've got Von Miller, who has has got to have a good year this year. You've got Jarrell Casey, who you signed. Um, you've got. Um, Alexander Johnson, one linebacker. You're probably going to have Todd Davis for another year. I mean, I think your box, they still, they're still a defensive lineman short, maybe two in terms of rotational guy. I mean, ideally, you're, you may be an inside linebacker short. On the offensive line, you know, if, if there were an offensive tackle that I thought was a difference maker uh, at 15, I'd be inclined to, to look there and, and also uh, inside as well. Probably not at 15, but I think they'll they'll address the center guard spots uh, in this draft in reasonably high. Acknowledging all that and how, uh, from a football standpoint, I view things, I would say this, and I've said this for four or five years, I think the Broncos have been woefully short on playmakers on offense. It doesn't mean you have to have a guy that's the fastest guy in the draft um, because that's not what I would look for if, if I've got a guy that's really fast and he's a playmaker and I identify him as the best wide receiver and he's there at 15, I am not going to be afraid to pull the trigger. Now, some just don't – they just don't believe that. They just don't believe in that. I was driving uh, into work earlier this week and had a chance to listen to a couple of shows, and they were poo-pooing the idea of taking a wide receiver, just saying it would be a, a horrible pick at 15. Generally speaking, I agree with them. I just don't think you do that. But I'll say this, I mean, and I go back to Tyree Kill, and Tyree Kill was not a first-round draft choice, but when Tyree Kill is not in the lineup for the Chiefs, everybody is different. 
all of them are different. He he combines the ability to blow the top off the defense and run by all of your fast guys. He combines that ability with the ability to catch a five-yard hitch and then make a move on one of your best athletes and then run 60 yards. If I can find a guy like that, I take him no matter where I am in the draft. And I've said this, I mean, I know the Broncos have tried to address this. The Carlos Henderson pick, third-round draft choice a few years back, turned out to be you know, somebody that, uh, that couldn't stand ending. the straight and narrow, yeah. right? Yeah. So they're trying to pick it. But I, if, if I think I've got a chance to find a receiver, not just a real fast guy, but a difference maker at 15, and he's there, I'm taking him. No matter, no matter what. If he's not there, the next position of need is? Well, I don't think you can go wrong in the offensive line. I mean, I really don't. I don't either, but so many Bronco fans think that's the most unsexy thing. But I, well, it, I agree, because well, it's not very sexy. It's not, but it's needed. I mean, it's, if you're a Bronco fan, you know that for the last number of years, that's been an issue. You have to try and address it. Yep. And in the free agency, in the past, they've tried to, they've tried to address it, but it hasn't panned out. I also know this. You can't win scoring 17 points a game. And the Broncos last year and the year before and the year before have been a team offensively that has been what I call uh, they're, they're a small incremental team. They work in, in very small increments of yardage, right? They have to – they put together sometimes 80-yard drives and 12 plays, but it's really damn tough to do that in the NFL or college or even high school. If you don't have the ability to strike and pick up big chunks of yardage and – throw a short pass and have it go for 50 or 60 and maybe even a score, then defenses are too good. They find ways to stop you. And they are right. I mean, to me right now, I don't, I don't even think they have this category. Maybe because I'm sure Roger Goodell has nothing to do right now. Maybe I'll call Roger and say, hey, what about implementing a category of uh, like small increments? Offenses, and, and they do have chunk yardage stats, mm-hmm. but I think the Broncos would be – in the last three or four, since they went to the Super Bowl, I would bet they're in the bottom third and about halfway down of teams that have had to sort of dink and dunk and, and just move methodically down the field and then to get a field goal, and then they do it again. No, very little big play, like strike fear in your heart, offensive weapons. They just don't have them. And I think you have to start addressing that in today's NFL. Right, because if you t- going back to the wide receiver conversation, to have a guy on the other side of Cortland Sutton, two playmakers, Yeah, we haven't had that, and, or the Broncos haven't had that in a long time. And I love Cortland. I think Cortland's got a big, big upside. But if you don't get another guy and somebody that can play and somebody that is a big play guy, mm-hmm. and you just think you can plug one of those other guys in there on the other side, they look, they look good in camp. Yeah, I'm telling you, it does not work that way. And you'll be sitting here six games into the season and saying, "Wow, they're not they're not as good as I thought they would be on offense." You have to have a big play guy opposite of Cortland Sutton. He cannot carry the load by himself. Are you ready to play the love it or leave it game from the closet? I mean, it's just a different kind of yeah. game. Yeah, I'm actually. Well, my feet are outside the closet. Are you in a closet? Yeah. All right. This is the closet. Yep. For for the record, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Yeah. The cat lady thing. Yeah, you are a lady. You do have a cat. 
Really? Rest my case. The cat lady has more than one. The cat lady wears rollers. Give yourself some time. (laughs) Dave. I'm not doing a visual thing. I don't know if you have rollers on or not. The cat lady has more than one cat. She's wearing rollers and she's wearing a bathrobe constantly in slippers. I don't own rollers. You know what? Move on. (laughs) Not even going to. I don't even know. Let's play Love It. I love it. I love it too. Or leave it. Bye, Felicia. Uh, Adam Schefter's idea to have seven nights of the NFL draft televised. He called it the Hanukkah of NFL drafts. Did you hear that idea? I did. And? Is that just for this year? I think so. Yeah, but just to make it. Yeah, uh, I love Adam. And so, listen. Uh, it did go over for well. For my so. Jewish brother, I can, I can go along with that. I okay. think. I think given the fact that, I mean, we're down to seriously, I mean, we're, we're down to watching I don't even know what the hell we're watching on ESPN. I've watched reruns of Super Bowls. I mean, pretty soon, and I mean fairly soon, the anchors at ESPN are going to run out of things to talk about. The interviews now that normally would be 90 seconds are going nine minutes. Oh, yeah. Right? So, yes, I'm going to vote this year only. I would not mind to see the draft on seven consecutive nights because I know at least for the time the draft was, was held, I'd have something to watch. What do you think the ratings would be like for the seventh night, the seventh round? Well, let me ask you this. Yes. What's the opposition? Netflix. Well, Netflix would probably win over the seventh round. But the (laughs) first, second, third, I mean, heck, I'd I'd be okay first, second, third, maybe fourth. You get into the five, six, seven. I mean, and I'm a huge football. I'm a nerd Uh and a junkie. Uh Five, six, and seven. I don't know. There'd be some dudes in there that I would not have heard of. But that's okay. That's the beauty of the NFL draft. Okay, love it or leave it. I saw this online, and it was like, don't do this. Calling an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend during this time to pass the time and getting together with them because you're just bored. Love it or leave it. Well, getting together, you're supposed to be social distancing. Right. Or you could call and FaceTime or just re- I, reigniting. I, I'd leave that idea. I mean, I, I don't mind reaching out because I've, I've done that, reaching out to friends that you haven't connected with. Mm-hmm. And you always think, I should have called him, right? And seven months later, it's like, Damn. I didn't call because normally we go way too fast. We don't really take the time to sort of sit down and appreciate right. some of our friends. So I'm, I'm all about reaching out to a few people via text or call or Zoom or wh- however the hell you have do you it. Have you Zoomed yet? I have. You have Zoomed? Two, uh, two Zoom conferences for for uh, Team Dave Logan. Did you set up your equipment yet? Uh, uh-huh. It is set up in my office to do to broadcast should the iHeart building be locked down. Did you set it up? Yes, I did. Wow. Yes, okay. I did. What, okay. Okay. Catwoman. Why, I mean, what, why is <laughs> well, that hard just, for you to believe? Because. Okay. Okay. Um, love it or leave it. When baseball season starts, and they're talking about maybe June, double headers, seven inning double headers. <sighs> um. I think anything is open to discussion this year for something like that. I'm I'm more of a sort of baseball purist. I would prefer not to have a lot of doubleheaders and play nine innings. But listen, I, if if it made sense and you could get some more games in, um, sure. I mean, I, I that would not be that would not be a deal breaker for me. So I I would be open to anything, and I would encourage. You know, Major League Baseball and Rob Manfred, and I think he will be. 
I mean, I think he'll especially be open given sort of how the Astros thing played out. And he's looking, he's not looking to bang heads right now with the public or Major League Baseball Players Association because he just got killed over the Astros deal. So you might find a guy that's more amenable to just saying, hey, sounds good. Appreciate the offer. Let's try that. This may be in poor taste, but the Astros may be the only team that is, you know, doesn't think this is the worst thing. I mean, nobody's well, talking true, about the Astros. Right? Right. Yeah, and terrible. the Red Sox, we still haven't seen what's going to happen to the Red Sox. The investigation is over, but they have not announced uh, the findings of the investigation. Love it or leave it. Uh, it's called Wed Web. You can get married online. Be- it's called what? Web. Web. Wait. Wed. Wed. Web. Wed Web. Wed Web. Again, I can't see you. Are you reading this or what are you doing? Why like is this wedding. so difficult? Wedding. Web. Wed Web. What do you love it or leave it? Like getting married online because you can't with social distancing. A lot of people now are getting married online. Leave where, it. Okay, I'd leave it. I mean, I mean, really, you want to get married online? Well, what if you it's you you love them? What won't you love them in a month or two months? <laughs> I mean, are you are you fearful that maybe he or she might change their minds? Mm. Is that that's a great point? Well, well, would you would you do that if you were if you were about to get married? Uh huh. And you had a chance to do this, whatever the hell you said this was. Wed web. Wed web. <laughs> uh, would you go ahead and with the wedding or would you wait? Until I would, I, I would, if I was dying to get like. No, no, no. I'm just saying you. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like if I, that person. If you I convinced mean, the guy that this was the right thing that to was do. not, I don't need to convince him. Hmm. It's a mutual, it's a mutual decision. You okay. tell me you've been married. So, Did so what, somebody so, convince so what you? Do you th- what do you think? No, I, I said I'd leave it. Okay. Well, uh, how about I don't you? think so. I would leave it. I want, I want like, a buff- I mean, food and drinks. Did you almost and- say buffet? I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh you almost said buffet. You almost <laughs> you want a buffet for your wedding. Wow. Make sure I get an invitation <laughs> to that, please. I'll, I'll bring a good gift. I mean, back to the mac and cheese moment. Um, okay, love it or leave it. The NBA and NHL continuing the season, or do you think they're going to leave it and call it? Good? Oh, well, I think it's. I think uh, I think we're in the great unknown in that yeah. answer, right? Depends on, you know, now President Trump has extended the uh, sort of stay in place edict through the month of April, right? So mm-hmm. they're not going to like May first say, hey. Open for business and everybody go back to work. You know they're going to piecemeal this thing. Mm -hmm. So the further we get out from the start of the NBA and NHL regular season, uh, the less likely it is that they're going to come up with some sort of scenario to be able to to even have postseason. I mean, I, I know they both would like to have some form of what's left, if anything, in the regular season and then, of course, the postseason. But, I, I mean, I guess you could do it. But you're going to be playing – I mean, you might be playing games well into the fall. And what does that do for next year for both leagues? I thought I read online – I think ESPN had a report that there was a report that they were talking about the the last drop-dead thing would be like September, like the first part of September. Mm-hmm. You can't get it going by then because training camp starts in October. That's right. Okay. Uh, two more. Love it or leave it. I just Gosh, how many it love it or leave it's this week? This is a good one. Dr. Fauci. I love oh, that lo- guy. Oh, yeah, I lo- yeah, he's he's great. He's a guy that has dedicated his entire lifetime to service, mm-hmm. service for the country. He's had many opportunities to get into private business and make tons of money. 
uh, up until the corona. I, w- I was reading on him as well. Up until the corona coronavirus uh, pandemic, this this dude rode the metro to work every day. He rode the metro. He's just an, an unassuming, dude. brilliant doctor who is is right where he needs to be. And every single time he talks, I get confidence from him because. I just think he's telling the truth. I think mm-hmm. he's laying it out like, listen, this is what we're dealing with. This is what, where we are. This is where we want to be. And this is how we best get that done. I mean, to me, I would listen to him above anybody else. I am. Okay, last one. Trending on Twitter this weekend was hashtag share a fact nobody asked for. And I actually thought about you because you're like the fact guy. So share a fact. Share a fact. <laughs> yeah. Just give me like some like if you're if, laughing because you can sort of envision my face. No, no, no. Like when we get to go out and go to restaurants or bars or wherever yeah. and we want a conversation starter. Give us something that's like, did you know that blah, 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 blah. Wow. Wow. That's a solid love it or leave it. Hmm. It's not really love did it. you know that uh, it's, it's really not a solid. Uh, did you know that UCLA out of a 12 year span? won 10 NCAA college basketball championships. I didn't. It's pretty good. Kareem was playing. Kareem was in there. So was Bill Walton. But out of 12 years, John Wooden, out of 12 seasons, they won it 10 times. That's what I'm talking about. That's a fact that nobody asked for. See you next week. Au revoir.